Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features, like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Tanya Infinity, and this is my best friend, Gertie. Hello! Gertie is a Galapagos tortoise. They're the oldest living land animal on the planet. That's right. I'm 186 years young. And I'm eight years old. Thanks to Gertie's special time traveling show, we can go to any time in the world. Together, we travel to the past and visit musicians throughout history. Who knows where we'll go today? Time traveling Tanya and her best friend Gertie. Learning all about the past on a tortoise shell that moves so fast. Who knows where we will go today? History is right here with us with time traveling Tanya and Gertie! Oh, shoot. Oh, man. Do I wear my white socks or my funny socks or well, maybe I wear the frilly ones? Hey, Tanya, you seem stressed. We're having a big sock hop at school and I can't figure out which pair are my bounciest. What? Oh, <laughs> because you think you're going to be hopping. Yeah, a sock hop. <laughs> I can see why you might think that. But actually, a sock hop is just the name of a school dance in the 50s. They called it that because students had to take off their shoes so they wouldn't scuff up the gym floors when they danced. Oh. But I should still wear socks, right? Well, sure. A sock hop nowadays means dressing up in sweaters and swirly poodle skirts and dancing to classic rock and roll. Cool. Actually, did you know the word cool first came from the 1950s? Then I bet I'm really going to like this place. Yeah, I assume we're going to go back to the 50s to meet someone from a sock hop for today's time traveling adventure? We are now. Sock hop on my shell and buckle your seatbelt. We're headed to 1958 to check out one of the hippest rock and roll songs to ever spin in the doo-wop era. Far out. Let's burn rubber. Whoa, where are we? Also, um, I don't know what a doo-wop is, but I do like the sound of it. Doo-wop began in the 1940s with black communities in Philadelphia and New York. The groups harmonize. That means they sing the same song, but each member sings a different note or vocal part that blends perfectly together. Doo-wop songs have simple beats and instruments with fun lyrics and often nonsense syllables. <laughs> like that! Hey, I know this song! Rock and Robin, tweet, 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 rock and Robin. We're on the set of a TV variety show. They're all the rage here in the 50s. The show brings on musicians and bands to play their songs while teenagers dance to this new rock and roll music that's taking America by storm. Whoa, I always thought life back in this time actually was black and white. Nope, but I can understand why you might think that. 
You've only seen the 50s from TV, when color film hadn't been invented yet. But to live here? Let's just say it's a very colorful decade. This is such a fun song. I've heard it a million times. And that man singing is Bobby Day. He's the first person to sing it. Cool. Rock and roll is a big part of sock hops. That's because TVs are available in the homes of most families for the first time. They're learning about the music on shows like these. Plus, there's a brand new audience. Before the 1950s, teens didn't really exist. What? See, I always knew teenagers weren't normal humans, but when were they invented? And more importantly, why were they invented? No, I mean they weren't really acknowledged as their own group. Before now, life was serious because of the Great Depression and World War II. You were either a kid or you were an adult. Now, in the 1950s, America is doing much better. It's evolving. Young people who aren't quite grown-ups with adult responsibilities can just have fun. And boy, do they. And it's perfect timing for Bobby Day. Bobby, meet Tanya Infinity. Hi there. Want me to sign an autograph? Actually, I was hoping you'd tell us all about your song, Rockin' Robin. Traveling back through time to learn about stuff like this is kind of our thing. Far out. Bobby Day was born as Robert James Byrd in Fort Worth, Texas in 1930. I moved to Los Angeles when I was 15 on a school scholarship. In mathematics and music, I got straight A's and one B, but I don't talk about the B. Soon, he and some high school buddies formed a doo-wop group, the Hollywood Flames. We gigged around nightclubs like the hip Otis Barrel House Club. We had to paint fake mustaches on our lips with burnt matchsticks to make ourselves look older. And that worked? Hmm. Great. Now you're giving your ideas. When I was 16, we made our first record, Young Girl. Right off the bat, Bobby had an incredibly active recording career. He made over 65 singles for 23 record companies. Label hopping is a way of life. It's what most artists do. He found some success early on, starting on the West Coast in California. Come on now. Our song Buzz, 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 which I wrote, reached number 11 on the R&B charts. And that was for the whole country, not just California. True, but that'll be nothing compared to the crazy success of Rockin' Robin. I mean, even I know the song and I'm from the future. One day, a songwriter named Leon Rene approached Bobby with an idea. He wanted to record a song specifically for the teenage market. He called one night and told me about this tune he had and he thought we should do. So actually, Rockin' Robin was his song, but we sort of had a little deal on this song. We used my group, which had been called the Hollywood Flames, but was now called the Satellites. I told them how to sing the song. It must have taken a lot of practice. For sure. We were only recording on a one or two tracks in those days, so we couldn't make mistakes. Rockin' Robin hit number two on the Billboard Hot 100. It sold over a million copies. What's even more remarkable is how well-known the song still is. I first saw it on an episode of The Muppet Show that my mom showed me. And in 1972, Michael Jackson will sing it. That same year, 14 years after its first release, he and the Jackson Five will sing Rockin' Robin for Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth. Get out of here. The Queen? That's the living end. So what's the song about? I'm thinking maybe it's like a robber, or a criminal on the run, or, hmm, there's gotta be some kind of deep meaning to it, right? Like maybe how when the dawn... Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> nope. It's literally about a bird. 
the animal. Oh, well, that was easy. Hey, we should come up with a song for you, Gertie. Um, we have one, Tanya. You've heard our theme song, right? Follow me over here. Me and the band gotta pack up. Great set, boys. Meet you on the bus. Just gotta wrap a few things up here. So, Bobby, tell me about this bird fella. Is he Leon's best friend like how Gertie is my best friend? <laughs> I don't think so. More like the opposite. Leon wrote the song after his wife kept complaining about a bird keeping her awake at night. Leon says she asked me to chase him away so that she could get some sleep. I told her I couldn't unless I threw a rock at him. Excuse me? Where is this Leon guy? You take me to him? That dude is cruising for a bruising. Don't worry. He was just teasing. He told me the next night the bird flew into a tree outside my window and woke me up at 2 a.m. every morning thereafter. It was actually a mockingbird, but not really the point of the story. Well, that mockingbird morphed into Rockin' Mockin' and finally into Rockin' Robin. Leon René is important in early rock and roll and R&B music. He was head of one of the earliest black independent labels, exclusive in Excelsior Records, which later changed its name to Class Records. Wow, I bet he made a bajillion dollars. That fool later said he thought so little of the song, I decided not to put my name on it. Maybe that's why he never renewed the copyright. A copyright is the paperwork that proves it's your original work, so no one else can use it without paying you for it. That's why you've heard it so much in commercials, movies, TV shows, even now. It's free for anyone to use. Think of all the money he could have made. I mean, can you blame him? Who knew a song about a bird would become so popular? No offense. Well, that's the band. We gotta get a good night's sleep. This week, we're doing TV appearances on the Dick Clark Show and American Bandstand. Trust me, it's a big deal. And I gotta get back to the now so I can go to my sock hop. Trust me, it's also a big deal. Well, come on then. Hop on my shell and buckle up. Bye, Tanya and Gertie. Bye, Bobby. Thanks for making a song we can all sing. Hey, the number one thing for me is entertaining people. Rock and Robin, tweet, 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 rock and Robin. I just had the best time at my first sock hop, and we really did take our shoes off to dance. It was amazing. Good. And now you have an even greater appreciation for the song. Yeah, man, it's crazy. That's 50 speak for really good. Yes, I know. I've been there, remember? Hey, I just realized something. What's that? Bobby's real name was Bobby Bird. That means Bobby Day is the bird in Rockin' Robin. <laughs> yeah, good point. Rockin' Robin would be Bobby Day's biggest hit. There will be over 50 versions of the song released through the 60s and 70s by everyone from Chuck Berry to Michael Jackson to the Muppets. This simple but undeniably catchy tune is a great example of a doo-wop and the rock and roll dance scene of teenagers of the 1950s. But as a friend, entertainment manager Miss Costello said of Bobby Day, he wasn't one of those kids that popped up and got lucky. He was extremely talented. His rhythm and blues voice was dynamic and captivating. Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love 
Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.